<laughs> Dale, I'm, I'm wondering if you or your dad have ever been in situations where you felt uncomfortable, like, like, like you felt pressure, you felt like someone was maybe being untoward towards you because of your race in a hunting scenario. This episode of DOD TV is brought to you by First Form, the foundation of high performance nutrition. Join the Legion of Boom today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast. I'm Tim Chelsvik. I'm Matt Drury, and we got a couple special guests today. Yeah, it, this is a spur-of-the-moment podcast. You and I were going to hop on and talk about Glenn Campbell, mostly. Oh, And then okay. Jake Arvold <laughs> called me up, or he texted me, and was like, hey, we got the runner-up of the 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 New Year's Transformation Challenge in from, from First Form. From first Form. Dale Beatty. Um, and... He's a hunter, and we should we should have a, a conversation. So, Jake's here from First Form. Dale's here from First Form. What's up, guys? Yeah. Rock and roll. Pleasure to be here. All right. So this is not Jake, Jake's first time, but it nope. is your first. This time. is my first time. Yeah. First so time. you're the kind of the connection to all this. So obviously, First Form. We've talked about it before. Jake's been on the podcast. You know, it's it's the fitness industry side, but. Jake's a hunter and the connection with you, Dale, is that you're obviously a hunter as well. And yes, you hunt here in Missouri, duck hunt in Missouri, duck down in Missouri. Kenton. Yeah, yep. Kenton, you said. And then turkey hunter, deer hunter. So yep. like you're neck deep into the into oh, the yeah. passion that we all have, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So the real cool part about this, as far as why you're in St. Louis, you were a part of this transformation challenge that first form runs a few times a year, right? Yep. Yep. And so how how this like what I guess, what was the culmination of you coming here to HQ and touring that and doing the interviews and doing all the stuff here? Why, why were you invited up? So I was invited up because I was runner up in the uh, New Year Spring Sprint, my transformation challenge, and uh, won $10,000, uh, yeah, which yeah. is pretty cool. That's <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's taking us out to dinner. Yeah, we know who buys the drinks. Yeah, yeah. we go to Red Lobster. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, I mean, obviously, you know, use that money on some uh, some hunting gear. So my wife may be a little upset with me here in a couple of months. But oh, well. I mean, you know, it's all right. I mean, yeah. it's hey, meat in, the free, yeah, exactly. meat in the freezer. It all, it yeah, all comes exactly. around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Expensive exactly. meat in the freezer. Yeah. Exactly. It's the yeah. worst yeah. excuse. Yeah. Any hunter Shut up, ever Shut up man. Shut. All right. Well, there's no wives that listen to this. So I'm not letting anybody in on a secret. <laughs> That's true. Here. Mm-hmm. So the whole argument that, <laughs> that, hey, I'm putting providing bars. It's like, it cost me like four grand to put this thing in the <laughs> Cheaper to hit it yeah. with your truck. Yeah. 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 Especially waterfowl. Yeah. Especially waterfowl. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, um, came here, got to uh, tour headquarters um, yesterday and today and meet everybody, meet the team. And um, I mean, made some great relationships, some great friendships mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just an honor to be here sitting with you guys and, and meeting everybody over there at First Form. I mean, it, it's it's just surreal at this, Wh- at this Which moment. is more of an honor for you. Maybe if Mark and Terry were actually here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but this is almost, a, real jury. This is yeah. almost a dishonor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I Don't thought this was the Jury Outdoors podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Where's <laughs> Mark and Terry at? <laughs> we're used to it. we have a couple cardboard cutouts. We could have been Stick right here in the middle. So, okay. So Tim and I are, are familiar with what the transformation challenge is and, and how hard it is. And, and tell us what you did or what made you stand out 
in order to be a runner up in this thing? Cause this is no easy task. No. Yeah. Um, I mean the, the challenge itself is eight weeks long and I have started a program called 75 heart, uh, that Andy Frisella talks about, you know, all the time. And I tried it back in 2019 and I made it 16 days. And, uh, what 75 heart is, is it's 75 days straight of two 45 minute workouts, one indoor, one must be outdoor. Mm-hmm drink a gallon of water a day, drink a not or read a 10 pages of a nonfiction book, self-development, um, stick to a diet, no cheat meals, no alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and as Andy says, it's more of a mental challenge, it's more of a mental than challenge a than a challenge. fitness challenge. And that's what I did it for was for the mental, mental, you know, benefits from mm-hmm. the challenge itself. Uh, but I needed an app to help track my food for my diet and, uh, downloaded the first four map. And that's right when they came out with the, uh, new year challenge. And I used the app, you know, uploaded my pictures, talked with my advisor. He gave me a plan. I stuck to the plan. And uh, I think what really did it for me was uh, that second workout, that second 45-minute workout. Uh, I started out running or walking in the beginning and then progressed my way to being able to run for four 45 minutes. And uh, the weight just, it just disappeared. Dude, your before and after picture is not, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, mean, I think he did that thing where he leaned up against a chain link fence. Yeah, Got the hours. imprint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing, Dale? Shut up! I'm doing it. something. Else. Spray paint something. It's really good lighting. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. 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 It's amazing what they can do with spray tan. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so no, I, well, I think it's something like not to be overlooked too. But you know, tying in the you know transformation challenge, tracking your macros, staying consistent with workouts. But you add in like that 75 hard piece to it is. Yeah. It's, it's not that the tasks in there are challenging by themselves, but it's really just the consistency, right? And staying right. consistent over periods of time. So Jake also completed this mm-hmm. uh, in the past, maybe was it a month ago or so that you yep. finished up? Yep. So we got a couple guys that are veterans here yeah, of, of yeah. the challenge. Well, and that's, I, I know Tim's going to definitely do it. You're probably going to do it. <laughs> well, I'll do it as soon as Matt starts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ooh, <laughs> all right. There we go. Hey, I, I like the challenge. You got to have the accountability there. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. See, this is how you do it. So you said you're doing Guilty. it, right? Somehow so Tim is not right. on the next exactly. podcast. Okay. All right. That's how it begins. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so ultimately we're going to end up talking about race. Like that's, that's kind of the core of this show, mm-hmm. but it is important to kind not of set the stage. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not, talking about running race. and stuff. Yeah. We're going to talk about yeah. like, like Alan asked earlier, like, we, so you guys are talking about race and he's like pointing at his skin. Like, yeah, like that, that, that race, race. Yeah. not marathon <laughs> race, but race race. Yeah. yeah. Permatan. We should probably get to our shout outs first. Cause there are people that listen to our show that. Are there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll take the first one. Thanks, Matt. All right. We do this every week. Mark yeah. Huntstein. Is that his real name? Hunts? Huntstein? Uh, Huntstein. It's real. And then Johnny McKilladier is real also. All right. So, dear cast, he says, like th- this is the Waddell podcast. So, you're, I'm sure, know Michael Waddell, who he is, right? In, in the industry. I've heard bone, of him. Bone yes. collector. Yeah. As well. yes. So, he's yes. like yes. our poster yeah. child for the yeah. outdoors. And uh, we had him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. So, this guy says, What a great podcast to sit and watch on a rainy Saturday morning. Remember watching Michael's first hunt on Monster Bucks? We both turned a little gray since then. But our love for the outdoors stays the same. I saw somebody else that commented on that podcast that they watched it twice. I was like, All right, now that's getting a little out of Both hand with the here. volume off. I mean, it was like an hour long. Come on. 
Who's got this much time? Uh, yeah. Was that you? Did Rainy you day in the stand. Not above it. Randy Haroof from YouTube uh, was watching the Sea Salts podcast from a couple weeks ago. It says, cool stuff. All hunters must be the same with giving your buddies hell about anything. Ha, 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 ha. Is it ha, 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 ha? You did one too many. Sorry. I'll, I'll start okay. the whole thing. Let's start the whole show. <laughs> no, I, I watched these old guys back in the day and learned a lot. Thanks. He must be talking about Terry. <laughs> He's talking about old. It, it, it's funny. Like the, the stories those guys have. And what they've and like most they, of them they can't share on the podcast. Well, Steve started to get into some territory at the we end of that some show. Of that where I was like, Ugh. we literally cut some of Steve's stuff out. <laughs> kind of have to. I was telling Dad about it. He's like, you cut that right? I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he knows where the bodies are buried. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so when we were talking about this show, we we're like, ah, it'd be great to talk with Dale about how do we increase minority involvement in hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because ultimately we, we've done a podcast like this before, but ultimately the issue, and I said it before we jumped on the podcast, we our numbers are declining at such rapid paces, the, the number of licenses every mm-hmm. year. Yep. You know, it used to be when I first started here 17 years ago, I swear the number that used to be thrown around was like, oh, there's about 20 million hunters. Now it's like 12, 13. Uh, I think that's on the high side too. It's like 11, 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it just keeps going down. And the thing that they talk a lot about is youth involvement and uh, getting females involved, Mm -hmm. but you do not hear a lot about getting other ethnicities involved. Mm -hmm. Easy for me to say. And so it's like, all right, you know, there's a big diverse population in the country. Where's the disconnect between a primarily what you see anyways from all the TV shows, like the outdoor channel, the sports channel, what you see is, just a lot of white guys hunting. Yep. Mm-hmm. So where's the disconnect? Is it is it that it's not popular in minorities uh, communities, or is it that we're just not seeing the representation? Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, 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 it could be. I mean, maybe a mixture of both. You know, uh, in my opinion, you know, it, it's really not not seen out there in the uh, you know African American community, and um, you know, I mean, I, I picked up hunting from my dad, and who picked it up from his dad. And, uh, you know, obviously it's been passed down generation after generation, but, Mm -hmm. um, I I think it's a mixture of both in my opinion, honestly. So, you know, there's a show called halo hunting. It's a couple down in Mississippi, aren't they? I believe. I'm positive. Are you familiar familiar. with them? Yeah. 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 And then there's a a guy I follow, uh, up in Minnesota that I met at just at a consumer event, uh, DJ. And so the... I literally like handful of people and that's all I can name. Mm-hmm. And that's to me, it's like, all right, I yeah. know there's yeah. obviously yeah. more black people to hunt and Absolutely. I'm sure plenty of, um, you know, Latin Americans or Asians are like, so where's the disconnect? Why don't we see more of that representation? Yeah. I, and I don't know what the answer is, but you know, so Dale is here. I, mean, I try to, right. you know, yeah. I try to share as much through my, I mean, if you go through my social media right now, there's majority hunting, you know, and yeah. I, I've, uh, attempted to start a YouTube channel. I'll just have one video up there right now. Dale Beatty Outdoors, if you want to go check it out. But, <laughs> hey, uh, we'll, there you go. we'll link it up in the show. Um, but, uh, you know, just trying to get that exposure out there and show everyone that, you know, I'm just a normal guy, you know, regardless of the color of my skin that just enjoys to hunt. And, um, you know, if you 
need someone to come hunt with you or want someone to come hunt with you, contact me, let me know. I'd, I'd love to come hunt with you and, um, you know, expose you and teach you and, you know, everything that I've learned over the, over the years. So where you're hunting at, not specifically saying, where do you hunt, but yeah, where are you uh, hunting at? So <laughs> predominantly, are you hunting, are you seeing a lot of other black people hunting? Is it mostly white guys? Is it no, like, I mean, what? it's, it's I mean, mostly, it's mostly white guys. Uh, I mean, I hunt a private lease in, in Kentucky, so um, and then even when I uh, duck hunt here in Missouri, how many um, acres is your lease? <laughs> <laughs> only fifty-seven. Well, that's gonna take you up on your offer. <laughs> they got that early season. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got that season down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I actually found one a couple of years ago. Um, don't know how he died, but he uh, 13, 13 pointer uh, full uh, velvet with a drop ton. Is uh, that on your that on your Instagram page? Uh, yeah, it's on my Instagram page. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, D Beatty B A T T Y eleven. So D Beatty eleven. There you go. Yeah. Track and roll. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a dandy. That's awesome. Well, I, I think yeah, he's like <laughs> I'm I'm looking this up. Well, I think just um to go off of that, you know, it, it really does. I. Th- feel like fall into like the heritage side of things. Just like yeah, you said, like your yeah. dad, your dad brought you into, into it, you know, his dad before him, um, you know, maybe there was like a disconnect or maybe it wasn't like, you know, back then it wasn't something that was as much sought after, right. Absolutely. From older generations, which I think definitely, you know, what you're doing, right. What you're going yeah. out and doing. That's Here awesome. There it is. That I is, pulled it up. Yeah. yeah. Big boy. That's yeah. a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. yeah. But that's, you know, looking at that, I think it's very important just for like newer generations, right? right. Yeah. Regardless of the color of your skin, like yeah. going through and leading from the forefront. Right. And I know we, we talked a little bit about this too, is like, you know, being a younger guy yourself going through, you know, being a dad, like creating that lifestyle, right. And ultimately bringing your, you know, your kids generations to come up and teaching them along the way. I think it's a very important thing. So how many kids do you have? Uh, I have a stepdaughter. Okay. Mm -hmm. So are you, I mean, that's a tough thing. Like I have a daughter, I have a son. Yeah. I find it way easy to bring my son along with me. He's older. I've I've struggled bringing Cassie along with me. Mm -hmm. And I keep wondering, and Tim's got a daughter and a son, the daughter's older and you bring her, she's killed stuff. And Mm -hmm. you know, you guys have had a great bond around it but i find myself like i'm like all right <clears throat> my son's six my daughter's four he's a little bit easier he's a little bit well be more well behaved than my daughter yeah, like yeah. he sits there silently yeah. like and so i just wonder like how am i going to introduce her i know this is going to be a hurdle i got to figure out but like what are you like how are you planning on trying to introduce her? does she even have an interest in it <sighs> I mean, I wish she had an interest in uh, youth turkey season, uh, so we get out there a little bit earlier. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dad, dad wants to hunt. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that game. Yep. Um, express interest here and there, um, but again, I, you know, I'm not gonna force it on her. Let her come around yeah. to it in her own time, and you know, whenever she's ready, she'll say something to me, and you know, I'll be more than happy to take her out. How there. old is she? She's 13. Okay, so yeah. she's she's definitely at the age where she'll tell you if she yeah. wants to oh, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or doesn't yes. want to. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think, I think it's important to bring up just kind of like when we were talking a little bit earlier about is like when you first got introduced to Turkey hunt, like you weren't necessarily all gun ho about going out and doing it. Correct. Yeah. Like, I guess kind of explain a little bit. Yeah. About it that. took my, my dad had been Turkey hunting for about seven or eight years previously to him taking me the first time. He always asked me to go and, mm-hmm. um, I just had no interest in, it. I was like, nah, not really. And then all of a sudden one day he asked me and I was like, 
screw it. Why not? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Right. And, uh, of course go out that first hunt and, and kill one. And, uh, two weeks later, kill another one. And he was lottery jackpot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, he was just like, some, what you just reason. did was yeah. absolutely, that's, that does not happen. And yeah. obviously I've seen over the years that does not happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, hasn't happened for us this yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I was hooked after that point. So it was, so how did your dad get into hunting? Uh, a friend of his, well, his dad, but then also a friend of his took him uh, turkey hunting. Okay. And uh, I mean, he didn't get one for the first four or five years, but he kept on going. Ditto. Kept on going. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. feel like turkey hunting is an easier way to introduce people into the sport because it's more social. More interactive. You're, you're, yeah. you're moving around. Yeah. You're, you know what I mean? Say you hear something gobbling. Weather's like, a little nicer yeah. too. Weather's nicer. It's just, right. I don't know, here in Missouri, like the season ends every day at one. So maybe there's time for a cocktail in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just, I don't know. It just seems like it's a fun a little more fun. Yeah. And so anytime I think of, Hey, if I'm going to introduce somebody new tur turkey hunting would be the way to go because deer hunting can be a real slow, boring thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you know, some of the spots that we're fortunate to get to go, you might see quite a few deer. So that might trigger something with somebody right, right, if they're right. first time going, they right. see five or six does or, or whatever, right, you, right. you know what I mean? And, and so I think about that too, if you were going to take somebody better check deer cast, make sure it's a great day and like yeah. go when you've had your best odds, you don't yeah. want to go when it's going to be a crappy day out and they're not going to yeah. see anything. And it might be like, this experience is kind of boring. Like, yeah. why am I out here? Yeah. 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 This is three, four hours of my day. Right. Why am I, I doing that? That's yeah. not quite a bit. Right. Right. <laughs> so, well, I think that's a good, or go ahead. I was going to say at the end of the day for, you know, for African-Americans to get out there, minorities to get out there, it's just, I think it's just exposure, you know, just, you yeah. know, platforms like this, you know, talking about it, speaking about it. Um, you know, I'm a real person, you know, real African-American that loves hunting you know, yeah. and, and have a passion for, for fitness as well. So it's, yeah. it's just I, exposure. I think it is an important piece, just even like tools like DeerCast, right? Like to right. be able to go through and utilize something like that right. where it's like, it's educational. It gives you the tools. Cause a lot of times, especially even individuals who are maybe, you know, later in their years, right? Like yeah. I don't see a lot of people who ultimately go through and start hunting after 25, 30, something like that, or like they, they need someone to introduce them yeah. to it. And cause it's a lack of knowledge, experience, where to hunt. I was going to say a lack of where to where go. To go. Dude, that's yeah. when, a big I, issue. Yeah. when I moved yeah. down here, like that was, that was a big thing for me is like, okay, grew up having, you know, a farm or just go down the dirt road to hunt the back 40. Well, here it's like, all right, where can I hunt? What rules? I don't want to be breaking any rules. Yeah. Like it was a whole new learning sure. experience. Right. So I think that's very important. It's in yeah. yeah. being close to a metropolitan area like St. Louis, mm -hmm. it's hard to find a spot because there are a lot of people that the first thing they're doing is saying, I want to be within an hour and a half of the city, you know, or the suburbs mm -hmm. where I live. And well, that's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when a, yeah. when a lease comes up, it's hard to, it's sure as hell hard to find a knock on door situation, which mm -hmm. is how Tim primarily gets his spots. Yep. But you know, then to go a step further, say you want to find a lease, man, when somebody gets a lease, they'll seem to lock it up and they don't let go because it's hard. They don't come up very often, right. mm -hmm. you know? So that, I think as hunters, one of the biggest issues with introducing new people is mm -hmm. like, it's, we talk about it, but basically you got to invite somebody to your spot. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, if, right. it, uh, otherwise, like, where are they going to go? It's right. all great to say, hey, you should hunt. Right. Here, here's an app to help you. But it's like, okay, where the right. hell do I go? It's yeah. not that hard yeah. to find the gear, get the gear. You don't even need to have the best gear. You know, 
get get a weapon right <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean it doesn't yeah. take the fanciest mm-hmm. camo it doesn't it just doesn't no but yeah. it takes a spot takes a right. spot so, takes a spot and some patience yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of patience, lot of patience. <laughs> yeah 100 yeah. dale I'm, I'm wondering if you or your dad have ever been in situations where you felt uncomfortable like 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 you felt pressure you felt like someone was maybe being untoward towards you because of your race in a hunting scenario i, I, I would say absolutely not um i get more of that exposure down at a at duck camp, you know, and I'm treated like family down there with you know, all the that. different outfits. The way it should that, be. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. yeah. All the different outfitters we made friends with over the years down there. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to or not, but foul lifestyle outfitters. Shout out. Sure. Tyler Melton. Uh, sorry, but maybe they'll be our new yeah, uh, waterfall sponsor for the show. Uh, we don't yeah, do much go. waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. go. There's time for everything. Yeah. But yeah. No, I mean, just feel like family never, Never had that happen. And I think that's just the hunting community itself. You know, right. we're out there with the common purpose. You know, mm-hmm. we all love to hunt. You know, it doesn't matter the color of your skin. It just, we have a passion for for hunting and, and harvesting some ammo. So mm-hmm. love the outdoors. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, there's a general sense of camaraderie. Camar- Absolutely. It's almost like a team sport yeah. kind of. I mean, a, you know, yeah. that would be my correlation to, to, to it. Is it's almost like that feeling of being on a team with somebody you see another hunter yeah. it's like you know unless it's your neighbor <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah, the only time yeah, yeah. that it doesn't seem like a team sport it's more like it's a total, it's, that's yeah, the other team yeah that's the <laughs> other team you're competing directly with them. but outside yes, of yeah. that you know yeah. you, you know that if you go somewhere and you know you know this guy's a hunter you find out this guy's a hunter mm-hmm. you, all of a sudden you start comparing deer pictures or trail camera photos or oh, whatever yeah. it's like oh, yeah, there's a camaraderie immediately there. yeah immediately. that's the first thing phones come out Hey, look at this one. Look at this one. Yeah. yeah so. I, I was on my honeymoon in Cancun. This is the craziest story. And so we were at the pool. My wife and I were at the pool and uh, end up meeting an, an, another couple. And the guy used to work at Cabela's in Sydney, Nebraska. Uh, headquarters. <laughs> yeah. Like crazy, like just random <laughs> deal. Yeah. And it, we just start shooting the breeze about deer hunting and we spent the Miranda, entire, I, I'm busy. I guess <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we yeah. spent a lot of time talking about hunting. It's oh, yeah. like, it's no matter where you go, you you find a person that yeah. can talk hunting. Yeah. Uh, you're in. I think that's, I mean, that's a huge thing um, that I think kind of gets almost like overlooked to where you go into these different spots. Something I've even noticed just hunting a lot of the different public land down here is, you know, don't be afraid to introduce yourself, right? Like, right. like actually talk with different individuals, you know, I'd meet at the trailhead anytime I was down there, saw someone like, instead of just being like, oh, where's this guy going? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, I'd always be like, Hey, I would ask like, which way are you going? Cause I don't want to be someone who's walking through the woods on top of someone else. Correct. They have yeah. a spot. Like it's being mm-hmm. respectful towards the other individuals and actually realizing we, we have this place to be able to go out and experience the outdoors and not like, we don't have to be in that competition mode there, but actually enjoy it together. Right. I think another aspect of your scenario there would be that you never know on a public piece like that, if that may be their first time, hunting, right. or they may need right. a little bit of guidance, guidance or yeah. help yep. or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and them potentially messing up the spot you're going might've mm-hmm. been out of just, they didn't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or didn't, didn't know the kind of P's and Q's of, right. of public land hunting, yeah, you right. know? And I right. think it's, it's important to know, uh, to, to think about, okay, what's, what is the bigger purpose to it? I think when I go out to a trailhead like that, like I'd met a gentleman out there just a week before even Turkey season came down, find out he goes to Logan college of chiropractic, same mm-hmm. place. My dad 
dad went to grandpa went to everything. And we just started talking. We probably talked for a solid 15 minutes and I'm not going to be, or I wasn't there for opening weekend. Right. Well, I'm going to be out of town for when he's hunting. So I literally, I just said, Hey, there were some toms up on the Ridge back there. I said, good luck. Like rock it out. Like I tried to help him. And this is his first time hunting. You slashed right? his tires. He's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, I got out of there before he did it to mine. But you think about it, it's like, I wanted Birds to. Birds are up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll see you Birds never again. Over there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that's, you know, doing little things like that to where that was his first time out there. He was scouting for different areas, looking around, like I think it's going, getting out of your own way and realizing that there's a bigger picture to it. hundred percent. Right. Speaking of bigger picture, how about our question of the day? Let's do it. Question of the Let's day do is it. proudly brought to you by HHA sports with over 30 years of experience in the archery industry. They are the leader in single pin technology. And you know, we just published an article on DeerCast about a, an archery setup for hunting turkeys. And Blake Leffler was the source. He was the subject matter expert for it. And he, and I have to agree. Dream season live guy. Yes. Uh, he suggests a single pin site for turkey hunting because you know the kills of the vitals are so small on a turkey you don't want a cluttered up sight picture for you weirdos that are archery hunting turkeys yeah who does that stupid three to one yeah. <laughs> how many do you guys kill this year so uh, let's not get caught uh, up in I details I had a gun stepping on the sponsor HHA sports I'm not saying they have a bad product I'm just saying <laughs> I can't get one in gun range, much less bow range. <laughs> uh, turkeys suck. We can all agree on that. Uh, all right. But, but but he did suggest doing the single pin site for turkey hunting because it's just a lot cleaner of a site picture. Yeah, I right. agree. Right. Good tip. All right. So let's hear the question from Jeremy. Hey, this is Jeremy Kerber from St. Louis, Missouri. And my question is, uh, there's no doubt that you are in top physical condition and uh, it's, it's evident in your social media feeds that, you know, your endurance events are legendary. What do you say, though, to the individual who sees you and thinks to themselves, well, I'm never going to be in that kind of shape. So there's really no point. What kind of encouragement would you give the individual who's just starting to improve their fitness that um, it's OK if you don't go out and run 15 miles? There's a lot to unpack there because first of all, I know this guy, okay. he's Tim's friend. Okay. And so all, Not the a good first, friend. all the first part of it was him facetiously making fun of Tim. <laughs> so I have a confession to make. I, I'm not a good person. <laughs> that's, that's not that's a fact. I haven't, I haven't known him <laughs> okay. for too long. So the confession's that. coming. That was a question intended for Cam Haynes a couple years ago. Cam was supposed to come on the podcast and we ended up not being able to, it was scheduling conflict that happened, but, um, I think we got a little too big for him. Right? <laughs> that's not, that's, that that's was it. it. That's it. But, uh, so because Jeremy does fitness work. Like he has fit yeah. to hunt. He does, he does coaching and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm not a good person. So that's the first I, part of this, but I think he was making fun of Tim mostly. Second part is that he is right. And the basic form of his question is, all right, bring it around. That's right. That's I'm the host. So. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> all right. I, you know, so how do you convince somebody? I, I've seen this with family members and friends. It's like, man, I, and I felt this way five years ago. It's like, mm -hmm. all right. I, I don't have the genetics to be that. Like, where do we, I, I don't, I don't even want to start. Like I can't do that. So how do you get over that hump? 
you just begin. I mean, if you, you know, it, you all saw my day one picture, like I wasn't in shape at all, wasn't in the best shape at all, but you just start and give it. To, I wasn't, I really wasn't until I'm, I, I mean, I am now, uh, but um, you, ding, just, ding. You, you just start just, you know, left foot, right foot, just get started. You know, it's, it's not being like, we're not out here to be picture perfect. You know, no, mm -hmm. no, no one out here is going to be absolutely perfect physically, you know, but we can work on our, our mental state and, um, and, you know, take a day at a time and you, but you have to begin somewhere, you know? So, so to me, that's the biggest thing that I've learned hanging out with the guys at first form. So it's, it's more mental than physical. Correct. First of all, yeah. you get over that hump yeah. and you can, yeah, you could do a lot. And yeah. that's what I've learned in generals. It, it's built, more mental toughness than Correct. anything. Mm -hmm. So that's one part of it. It's but the same you way to, with hunting though too. You have to have mental toughness. That's hunting, right. You know, right. But you, the other part of it that also correlates to hunting, you have to do the work, which is kind of you guys dude. slogan, right? You got to put in the time, put in the time, time effort. Nobody's going to just Legion give it to of work. You. Absolutely. Yeah. So those two things, right? Right. I yeah, think I mean, it really does. It comes really comes down to consistency. I mean, yeah. everything that's yielded the results that you've gotten. And if you look at, you know, whether it's cam or anyone out there who's achieved anything great and worthwhile, it didn't happen overnight. Correct. Right. Like it comes down to them going through. And I, I would, I would bet that whether it's cam, I know it's you, yeah. myself, you like you set different goals for yourself. You have this, you know, this picture of where you want to go, mm -hmm. right? Well, it's like, okay, well, I want to get to the top of the mountain. But if you look at the mountain and that's where you're looking every single day, it looks a hundred miles away, Correct. right? What you need to focus on is the footsteps you take right in front of yourself. Right? Put your head down and go. Put down and just go one step at a time. Next thing you know, you're looking over the other side of the mountain. Yeah. And that's- Cam didn't start out running 50 miles a day, day one. Right. Yeah. You, know, you work your way up to it. I didn't mm -hmm. start out running for 45 minutes straight. I couldn't. Physically, mm -hmm. I could not do it, mm -hmm. but every single day, you just get a little bit better. You just got to yep. keep trying. Yep. So anything to add there, Tim? No. I mean, you guys took all my answers. <laughs> <laughs> anything to nice help job. prevent you from talking more. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> some reason, Tim's mic channel is cut out of this podcast. Yeah. It actually hasn't been working the entire time. Uh, well, now would be a really good time to cut it if we're going to cut it. It's the wildlife word segment. It's I'm brought, really excited about it. It's brought to you by Tracker Off-Road, made with the know-how of American workers, built for those who love the outdoors. I actually am getting ready to pick up uh, the new EV unit. Sweet. It's over Bass Pro. EV yeah. means electric vehicle? I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that it runs on batteries. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Where do I put the gas at? Yeah. yeah. So that's a turkey killing machine. Or frankly, honestly, it's like deer killing, turkey killing. You want something quiet. Quiet, quiet and no emissions. Like uh, just being able to get in the woods without like smelling uh, like, smell like carbon yeah. monoxide or whatever. That would be nice. That's it's the one thing yeah. paying attention to Mark and Terry and mm -hmm. how they handle their properties. Mm -hmm. And I, I, obviously this isn't, you know, for everybody, but like the e-bikes or regular bicycle or whatever, you know, Rogue, mm -hmm. Rogue Ridge has a, we have that Rogue Ridge around here mm -hmm. somewhere. It's pretty bad of the bone, but is being silent. And if you sit in your stand and you, and during deer season, you're sitting mm -hmm. there and you hear the neighbor on the four wheeler, oh, yeah. you Been think there. about it. You always oh, yeah. hear where they go. Oh yeah. We, the animals hear the same thing. So it's mm -hmm. like, all right, 
He stopped somewhere over here. This, whatever this was, stopped here. Over there. Yeah. Not yep. going that way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That way. Yep. <laughs> so, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just something to think about. It's like all of a sudden when you're going back out, you see the big bucks tracks walking across yeah. where you came in. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely had that happen. Yeah. yeah. He got yeah. you. All right. So, what's the wildlife word uh, today? So, Native Americans use wild turkey feathers for this purpose. It's multiple choice. Okay. A, to tickle each other at night. Mm. B, fun. <laughs> the fashion them into toothbrushes. C, make tiny rudimentary model airplanes. <laughs> or D, fletchings for arrows. We're trying to make it dummy no. proof. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, yeah. mm, so, yep. which dummy wants to go first? <laughs> D. <laughs> there you go. All right. Definitely, now, definitely A. Full yeah, right. disclosure, yeah. I've missed quite a few of these wildlife words <laughs> over the years. The real dummy is this guy. <laughs> well, the good news is you guys both win first form ball caps. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. In camouflage. Perfect. Yeah. So, Excellent. Hey, you got one. I love it. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. Good to oh, go. Oh, hey. I know. Yeah. This was not Please. even planned at no. all. No, not at all. Sure it's kind of embarrassing. It. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. Any, it is. Anytime that, you know, you got a couple hunters, you're going to gravitate to what whatever is camo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Every time. Every time. So, Dale, people can follow you on Instagram, right? Yeah. And your absolutely. buddy YouTube channel. Yeah. Dale Beatty Outdoors and Instagram, D Beatty, B E A T T Y 11. You better start adding some more videos, bro, on the oh, YouTube yeah. channel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, uh, I have my wife edit the video, so I'm not very good at that. So we'll have to get back on board with that. You know what, yeah. man? They're making it easier and easier, though, for like on your iPhone to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, right, it's crazy right. what yeah. iMovie you can yeah. do. Yeah. Now, like that's my background is editing. So it's kind of frustrating because all the stuff I'd like to do, it takes five times as long on that program. But for someone that's never edited, it's, it's an easy, like entry level way to jump into it. We do a lot of our, like the deer cast nows, the the, the kind of semi live hunts that go, the rough cuts that go up on deer cast. That's what the team uses, the whole team. And, you know, they're just cutting them together real, real rough and putting Mm -hmm. them up there. So check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Jake Hi. Arvold. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, Thanks for dude, suggesting glad, the show. We'll, yeah. we'll hit Glenn Campbell next time. Yeah. yeah there well, you go. <laughs> something like that. Galveston. Galveston. <laughs> no, nobody saying that. No, nobody wants no, that. No yeah. No, just you. Still <laughs> hasn't said no. Uh, he hadn't said yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, He's uh, bewildered at what the hell you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Something. It's true. But on that right. great note, yeah. we should probably shut her down. Awesome. All right. Appreciate thanks you guys. Yep, no, thank you. Sure. Nice Appreciate you guys. meeting you guys, it's been man. An honor. Good luck in the woods. Absolutely. You as well. All right. Awesome. Till next time. Peace out. DeerCast is giving you the chance to hunt with Mark and Terry Drury. Head over to DeerCast.com to enter.